All right, let's do it again. Thank you, first and foremost, for listening to the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. But we want to give you $250 cash, free money, no strings attached if you listen to our live radio show. Monday morning, we are going to play a song, the secret song. And this is during the 8 o'clock hour. When you hear this song, you need to give us a call because we're going to give you $250 if you're the lucky caller. So again, Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran, Monday morning, 8 o'clock hour. It's that simple. You call us 208-468-1027 as soon as you hear this song during our show and you can get $250. It can be at 8.05. It can be at 8.22. It can be at 8.37. It can be at 8.48. It can be at 8.59. It could be at 859. Uh, so anytime this song plays in the 8 o'clock hour, call us. And if we choose you, you win $250 cash in free money. Now enjoy today's podcast. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and I want to normalize something. This happens all the time when I uh, pick something up out of the dryer. I'll have a dryer sheet stuck in an item of clothing. We got to normalize that. I'm feeling fantastic today. I have a dryer sheet in my shirt, and I'm leaving it there. Extra freshness. Doesn't that get annoying? No, the way it's laying, it's just laying right up against my... uh, Here, hold on. Let me look down my shirt. Yeah, it's just laying against my sweatshirt, but it's... Gosh, do you have a shirt on underneath? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have a shirt on If that was up against your skin, that would be super irritating. We've talked about that. I don't know who in their right mind goes hoodie to skin. That just seems dangerous. But no, it's just just kind of sitting up there against the the sweatshirt, and I can just... Boom. Smells... It smells like... I don't know what dryer sheets we use, if it's gain or whatever. Not an official endorsement, but we use some sort of... uh, (laughs) Some, like, lavender sunrise something, but it smells good. Let's normalize that. Certainly for the shoes. I see people that put dryer sheets in their shoes. That oh, seems to really? Make oh, to keep sense. their shoes from getting stanky. Yeah, yeah. Think about it, right? I found one randomly, like, in my shirt sleeve before. I've actually found, I've been at work, kid you not, and I have felt something weird, like, in my sleeve, and I've pulled it out, and there's been, like, underwear. Have you ever had that in your sleeve or my your shirt? My underwear's too big. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Ladies' underwear, you can get away with that. It can get stuck uh, in a sleep. I'm not going to find a pair of boxers. I've had that because I'm like, oh, my gosh. It got all tangled up in my shirt. Could you imagine if that fell out and somebody yeah. picked it up? Oh, gosh. That's so bad. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I guess you could say it's a spare just in case. Like, how would you play that off at a meeting if you just thought, what is this? And then you pull out underwear, like in the conference room. I'd be room. like, anyone need some undies? Yeah, you got this covered. You got this covered. Uh, I need other parents to weigh in on this. For the first time in our parenting life, this is happening. We're watching this show. We've been talking about it this week, uh, Big Sky, which I know I'm late to the party. There's like a season two or season three already, but we just started the show. Like we're only a couple episodes in, and it's a pretty intense show. Uh, Yeah, especially the first episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. And so we'll try to watch the show, and our two-year-old is just laser beams on the screen at some scenes. Well, normally when we watch a show, he, uh, and, well, normally we're watching his shows. Yeah, it's like around he time. he rules the TV. No, I decided I'm not going to, because what we normally do is any TV we want to watch, we wait till he goes to bed. I'm sick of right. that. I'm like, every once in a while, I'm just going to throw in yeah. an episode of something we want to watch. And normally he doesn't watch the TV when we have something on. By the way, he calls the TV rectangle. He doesn't know the term TV. Doesn't know. He yeah. sees the shape. And so anytime he wants to watch something, he'll go rectangle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, normally he doesn't pay attention. He's playing or we're kind of building blocks at the same time as we're watching something. But for some reason, this show has him 
all hooked. And he's, he's like all about it. staring right at it. And the amount of times I had to be like, no, 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 no. And I like cover his eyes or I try to distract him. I'm like, can we not watch a show now with him in the room? That's what I'm worried about. I'm also sitting there going, okay, do you remember anything from your life when you were two years old? Mm, no. No. No, but it doesn't mean it's not, it couldn't affect him. That's what I'm currently. I, yeah. Like he could have bad dreams now and still not remember it when he's 25. And maybe that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that, you know, when he's two years old or whatever, the other night he's going to wake up and he's going to be screaming and it's because he watched some of the show, right? Because it's pretty intense. So I got to figure this out because I, I, I don't know what to do and I don't know how parents handle this, but it's a real, real weird moment. And again, it is amazing at any, I think it's because you scream, you're screaming in the living room. And so he's like, what's going on? And then looks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're trying to cover his eyes. Now, I don't know how to maybe, do it. Maybe do we just twist the uh, the imagery for him a little bit? And so when he sees two people like fighting, we'll be like, oh look, they're tickling, like tickle, tickle, <laughs> 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 or like try to spin it to where it's appropriate. Like, oh no, they're just wrestling. Yeah, oh yeah, look at that. That's a, that's a ketchup all over their neck. That's ketchup. <laughs> And he's like, man, I want ketchup on my neck. I think we might need to just accept our fate. And that is we will be watching Daniel Tiger, Paw Patrol, Moana, Luca, all the things now, monster trucks until the day we die or until he's out of that phase. That's what I'm trying to figure out is that now the new thing is just Monster Jam. And all he wants to watch is monster trucks. So we've already jumped into the YouTube version of a child where, you know, kids just want to watch YouTube videos. So constantly my algorithm has been thrown off on youtube when i open my youtube yep. it's just monster, monster truck monster truck monster truck and these monster jam videos they say they're like 50 minutes long but let me if i could talk to the brass of monster jam it's like five interviews and then a slow mo replay mm-hmm. i just need if someone knows where a video is i just need a 70 minute long 70 minutes no way or fine a 60 minute just an hour long an 30. hour he doesn't need that much TV. We'll compromise there. I just need a 30 straight minute clip of monster truck highlights. I don't need the interviews. I don't need the re I don't need the standings. I don't need any of that. I just need for 30 minutes straight a bunch of gravedigger doing flips in the Scooby-Doo car. That's all I need. All also the ads. Uh he freaks out when a 15 second ad pops up. Yeah, it's like he knows. Like, dude. Or learn some patience. Yeah. Okay. This, this is part of our life. We got to sit through what corporate wants to, you know, push on insurance or whatever to get to the good stuff. So that's our life in a nutshell. If anybody can please send me YouTube links, I just need 30 straight minutes. That's but all I need. But send it to us on Facebook because yeah, if you yeah. try to text it in, it's not Yeah, that's true. Send it to <laughs> us on Facebook so we can go right to it. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. How do you feel about Facebook on a scale of 1 to 10? You know, do you it's, like it's it? Like, do you hate it? It's like being in a bad relationship, but you just feel like, you know what? It's a lot of work to get out of But it. then why do you keep going back to it? This is what's so interesting because to me. Everybody's like, gonna... I hate Facebook, yet the next minute they're updating their status. How am I going to know if my random friend that I haven't talked to in 15 years is celebrating a birthday? And then I write on their wall and say, happy birthday, man. Underrated feature of Facebook. Actually, yesterday, one of my friends didn't have any clue that it was her birthday, but Facebook told me texted her and then I get a little bit of uh, brownie points because like oh thank oh, you for remembering you my birthday. You did a text not even the Facebook. Now when Absolutely. you text someone for their birthday do you also put it on Facebook? No. I okay. mean I didn't for her. Once you I make like, the okay. contact yeah. that's what the rule is? Exactly. Uh, well 76% of Americans I just read this this morning think that Facebook makes the world a worse place. 
So if 76% of Americans hate Facebook so much, why on earth are we all addicted? It's it's like a drug. We're addicted. We can't stop. That's the problem. So you're like, you're thinking it's people who who could also say, oh, drugs are terrible, make the world a worse place, but people are still using drugs. Yeah, I think so. I think it's one of those things that's kind of, it feels like that. Now, I will say that... On my Facebook, I don't post much. I just share stuff from the show. Every once in a while, I'll put up a personal photo. But I don't know. There's enough people in my life that update their Facebook constantly that I'm able to stay in the loop. But uh, I'm definitely more team Instagram than Facebook. What is happening with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson? I'm so tired of reading new headlines. It says Kim Kardashian is, quote, falling for Pete Davidson as they continue to hang out. That is amazing. You know, with the Pete Davidson news with Kim Kardashian and... Paul Rudd was just named the sexiest man on earth. Big win for normal funny guys. Like, big win for the normal yeah, guy. Yeah, Paul Rudd, pretty true. Paul Rudd's never been viewed as like, oh, man, what a hunk. And obviously, Pete Davidson has never had that in his life. But both of these guys winning, so give it up. It's the year of the normal man. We're forgetting their age gap, too. She's 41, and he's 27. So I forget about he's that. He's 27. Uh-huh. He's young. Dang, I definitely thought he was in his 30s by now. No, wow. he's, he's only 27. Uh, the average home price in the city of Atherton, California. It's right near San Francisco. Oh, I this, can't even imagine. This zip code is over how much money? I'm I want gonna, you to just guess. This is the average home price. I'm going to guess high because you said it's by San Francisco. I'm going to guess $1.2 million. That's cute. Oh, my The gosh. average home price, according to this, in this zip code of Atherton, California, is $7 million. That's the average? <laughs> That's the average if you want to buy a house in that little town. When that's the average price of a home, how do you flex even? Can you flex? Can one mansion just be bigger than the other mansion? I mean, you got to have something that's $14 million, right? It's got to be really big. So that's what, uh, now don't complain about the prices in this real estate market. All you got to do is say, well, you know. At least we're not living over there. Could be in Atherton, California. Uh, Justin Bieber is creating donut hole flavors for Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is uh, a Canadian, kind of a Canadian Dunkin' almost. It's like if Canadians had, it's like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks all mixed into one. In Canada. Yeah, very popular in Canada. So what, what does this mean for you? Like if you... Final, do you finally make it when you get donut holes named after you? Yeah, I think that's kind or, of a, that's a are you seal proud of, of approval. <laughs> you, you're not big until you get your own donut hole line. He's working on creating flavors, but this is what's cute about it. Uh, Tim Hortons, their donut holes are called Timbits, yeah. but they're going to be called Tim Biebs. Tim Biebs. So you can get Tim Biebs. Boy, that's a hard <laughs> thing to just roll up in order and not feel a little uh, embarrassed. Can I get the order of six glazed Tim Biebs? You're like a, you're like a real man's man working construction <laughs> rolled on the window. Yeah, can I get the uh, the lavender blueberry uh, Tim Biebs, please? That just something probably, to get my day started. <laughs> probably be a dream of mine. I could die happy when donuts are named after me. Hey, I think so. I, I think it is something to shoot for, absolutely. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's makeup or breakup. Kelsey is with us, trying to get a hold of Tristan after her date with him. She thought everything went well, and now she's very frustrated. They met on Bumble. And Bumble is the girls' match with the guys, right? Yes, yes, I believe so. I think so. I don't know. I haven't been on a dating app in my entire life, so I wouldn't know what it's like. <laughs> uh, it hello, Kelsey. How are you? Hey guys. I wish I was better, but I'm okay. Yeah, How are you? We're gonna we're gonna figure this out. Don't worry. Okay, good. Because I am lost 
and confused, mm-hmm. and I feel like I was just left in the dark after this date. And basically, I'm not even really like a dating app person, but mm-hmm. my friend, you know, she's been on the dating apps, and she was like, I think it would be really good for you. You should go try it out. Just like try it and see. You never know what's going to happen. So I listened to my friend. I took her advice, and she was telling me how she really liked Bumble. So I decided to download that as my first dating app. Mm-hmm. And it was like okay at first, I guess. And from there, I met this guy, Tristan. And I thought that, um, you know, it might not be a bad idea to go on a date with this guy. So I did. And I think everything went great. Like, amazing conversation. We were having a really good time. We were laughing. Like, just, I felt like we were really connecting. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, we even kissed at the end of the night. Like, it was perfect, in my opinion. And it was really it was really romantic like he went and dropped me off at my house and then like you know we shared a kiss and then I was just like hey I'll text you later text me when you get home and he never texted me and I haven't heard from him since and I've tried reaching out to him and I just nothing he never got home like, I've, he, seen these, I've seen this I've seen this dateline it's like a dateline he no. never got home no okay probably not exactly does it show <laughs> that he's been reading your texts or anything does he have that little like red receipt on his text at all no, he doesn't have it on there, so I don't know if he's been reading it. But I mean, okay. like, that was the phone number that I called him to make the date. So okay, I know so it's, it's the right number. number. All right. And you guys have a kiss at the yeah. end. I know. That's why I'm so confused. I'm like, I thought, and it's not like I just kissed him. Like, he definitely kissed me back. So That's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, did it feel mutual on both sides? Was he kissing back? Because sometimes it can be awkward if maybe, like, you're not prepared for it and it just happens. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely, like, kind of just laid it on him but it was a little bit you know i was the one that definitely made the move okay but um i don't know he liked it but he reciprocated for the kiss all right well did you guys talk about going out again was there a feeling that this would continue and there was a little bit of a future ahead of you guys yeah he was like i was having a really great time and you know after we finished our last glass of wine he was like i hope that we could do this again and i was like oh yeah me too you know i really enjoyed myself Mm -hmm. so i don't know what happened all right well let's play a song let's come back and let's call tristan all right okay thanks guys makeup or breakup with joey and lauren in the morning it's joey and lauren it's makeup or breakup i feel bad for kelsey she downloaded her first dating app and it was bumble she matches with tristan they go on a date and now she's not hearing back so her feelings on dating apps is probably not very high right now. Not a good first experience, especially because you always hear about people getting ghosted or left on red or whatever you call it, and it's now happened to her. And she's like, this doesn't happen to me. Like, I don't know what to do now. So they went out. They had a good time. Uh, She said, okay, text me when you get home. She never got a text, and that's the last. I mean, the last thing she did is she kissed him, and she said, that she went in for the kiss, but it was like he kissed back, okay? It so, was reciprocated, yeah. Someone that kissed my bedroom all the time, I know what it feels like when you don't <laughs> oh get a kiss God. back, all right? So we got it. <laughs> well, you never did that? No, I didn't. Did, were you the one who practiced kissing in a mirror, too? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, wow, totally. Okay. 100% me. All right, let's talk to Tristan. <laughs> Hello? Hello, is this uh, Tristan? Yes. Tristan, uh, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. We are a morning radio show. Hey, Tristan. Glad Hello. to hear you're alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I don't know why Lauren said that. Okay, we're Wait, a- I said it 
for a good reason. Okay, so we're Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show. I said it because we talked to Kelsey. She's a fan of the show, went on a date with you recently. She hasn't heard back from you since your date. She never heard from you when you guys decided that you would text her when you got home. So the reason why I said glad you're alive is because we were wondering if you made it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it home fine. On, on our show, we basically talked to people and their dating stories, and she wanted us to call you because apparently after a first date with Kelsey, you were not texting her back. So long story short, we try to mend relationships or at least figure out what's going on. Okay. So if you could, we would love for you to just tell us why you're not texting her back. Well, you know, everything went pretty good on the date, but on the way home, you know, I was I was kind of offended. You know, we're driving back, and, uh, you know, she hands me a mint, which is cool, you know, I guess. And, uh, you know, I'm dropping her off, and she leans in to give me a kiss, and, and we kiss. And uh, we said some words. We talked a little bit, and then, you know, I dropped her off. And on the way home, I started to think, uh, you know, I, I felt that was offensive. It was like, you know, why Why you got to give me a mint? You know, what, what do you think? I have bad breath or something? I mean, oh, okay. I was offended. So you're thinking she was giving you this mint pre-kiss to, like, prepare herself to kiss you without having any form of bad breath? Yeah. It's, it's not like, I don't know. I, you know, I brush my teeth. You know, I floss and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. It was just it was just kind of when I thought about it, it was, uh, you know. Just kind of, kind of weird. She minted you, basically. I mean, she she went with yeah. this. Listen, you know what this is? Welcome to married life, my friend. This crap happens all the time when you're married because there's all of a sudden when you're married, it's like a, a regular. I, I know what you're saying. You're saying it's in the moment. Kiss me. You shouldn't be worried about if my breath smells like basil or pasta. I don't know. I don't know what you guys had for dinner or whatever. You wanted right. it to be in the moment, and when you basically connected the two, there's no doubt in your mind, she thought, I'm going to get a mint, I'm going to give him a mint, so when we kiss, it's minty fresh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, like, is there anything yeah. that wrong with that? I mean, maybe there's good intentions behind it's, it. It's embarrassing. Did she say, you have bad breath, I will not kiss you unless you eat this mint? No, so you don't know where that came from, right? Well, we're going to find out, Tristan. Kelsey is with us. Yeah. Kelsey is with oh, us, man. and I, I want to ask about the mint. Kelsey, be totally honest here. Did you mint Tristan? I'm I'm creating that. It's a verb now. Did Hopefully you mint? it doesn't mean something yeah. different. Did you mint yes, him I on purpose? Him, I, you minted yes. him. Okay, well, can you explain? Okay, I mean, like, obviously I did it on purpose, but I didn't do it with the intention of telling him that he had bad breath. Like, we literally had just gotten done with dinner. I always have a breath mint after dinner. That's why they have them in the little buckets yeah. at some of the restaurants as you're leaving the door. Yeah. It's not like it's like it was an offensive move. It's not like I gave him a toothbrush. Right? I, yeah. Tristan, to defend you, the mints yeah. are there in a bucket or a basket outside of the restaurant for you to choose if you want a mint. Not of, Could you imagine your server? All right, before you leave, eat this mint. I just feel like this has been taken way too far, in I my opinion. I want to be. It's, a, it's embarrassing. But, Kelsey, I, I totally understand because you're just like, oh, I'll have one. I'll give one to him, too. I mean, unless your intention was this dude has stanky breath and I don't want to kiss him because he's got stanky breath. I think it was more of just, hey, we just ate. I'm going to have one. I'm going to give you one. Was there any intention behind it that I will not kiss this guy unless he has a breath mint? Yeah, no, it was not like that at all. It was like, oh, I'm grabbing a mint. Let me be nice and grab one for you, too. It's not like I was like, 
Yeah, doing that, it because it's crazy. Actually, had bad breath. Tristan, did you have bad breath? Can we get to that? I mean, do you think? <laughs> I don't know what He's you not had. Gonna say yeah, I had bad breath. I, I don't know. I don't think so. And I, I didn't notice any mint when we were walking out either. And uh, I just kind of thought, you know, I don't know if, if she's like that with, with just a kiss. I mean, what she like with other things, you know, I mean, <laughs> like she brings lice all over to my house. Yeah, uh, I would personally be offended by this. I don't know if it's I'm going to drop contact. You still kissed at the end. So, Tristan, if you think about it, if you were truly that offended, I mean, you still kissed back. There's chemistry. There is chemistry. So how can we make this work? I mean, Kelsey, unless you're totally offended now by his reaction and unless, Tristan, you're still not interested, could you guys make this work? Do you want to go out again? I think well, I can make it work. I just, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I was, like I said, I was offended by the whole thing. Well, uh, you know, to me, it sounds like you actually have bad, bad breath. No. And you offended yourself. With that. <laughs> yeah, no. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get your good stuff on your Feel Good Friday. We start off with a 70-year-old that has set a record as the oldest woman uh, to climb El Capitan in uh, Yosemite. Why did she want to do this? Why a 70-year-old? My dad just turned 70. Should I text him, say, hey, dad, happy birthday. I just want to let you know what other people your age are doing. (laughs) I think it's, Uh, Your dad works really hard out in the yard and stuff, so he might be able to do that. Well, uh, Alex... Honald is apparently some daredevil climber, and he did like he climbed uh, El Capitan in Yosemite with t-shirt and hand shock, like just basically did it by himself. Well, I guess his mom was like, you know what? If my son can do it, I can do it. So, seventy years old climbs up there. Have you been to Yosemite? No, neither have I. I've heard it's beautiful. Where is it? Yosemite National Park, California. I don't even know where it is. You know, like the famous rock. Maybe it's El Capitan. You know, the famous uh, rock I'm in Yosemite. It right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Yellowstone of California. Some people huh. say it's actually prettier than Yellowstone. Huh. Never been there. Yeah, it's uh, my problem with national parks. Every time I hear about them, like Glacier or Yellowstone or Yosemite, I just picture myself getting eaten alive by a bear. And so I'm Could like, happen. Yeah, you Better never be know. careful. You never know. That's we- amazing, though. She's inspired by her son. Yeah. And she went and did it. Wow. Now, we- she probably did it more than just with hand chalk. Yeah. I'm sure she had, like, ropes and carabiners or whatever they're called and all Uh, the harnesses she also did it the morning of her 70th birthday that's amazing what would have been great is if the son would have had like a birthday cake up at the top just sitting there missed opportunity yeah exactly like you didn't bring me cake that'd be great she gets to the top and be like all right so where's everyone else i thought this was a surprise party no we need to eventually go to yellowstone but, man, my memories of Yellowstone were, like, in the car for 17 hours. Yeah, I mean, we're so close. But my, I remember my family never, we never went to Yellowstone growing You've never up. Been to Yellowstone? I've never been to Yellowstone. The, oh, I, I've been to Arches National oh, Park yeah, in yeah. Moab. And that's, like, the only really known national park that I've been to. It's the only problem I had with Yellowstone, the amount of driving. Because my dad, literally, I was a kid and wanted to see the entire place. But also... If you get stuck behind some slow cars and some buffalo on the side of the road, you will be sitting in your car in a line for hours. Hours. That's that's hard with kids. Yeah. Especially because kids, their attention span. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how about this? This is pretty cool. 
You've seen like the uh, little library books, the little libraries that people do in like neighborhoods where they build this little cupboard and they put yeah, books in it. Yeah, take one, leave one or whatever, a little library, yeah. bring it back. Well, a 59-year-old in New Zealand decided that a park needed a stick library. He was at a local park a and he realized, stick yeah. stick library? I don't know why you would realize this, but he's at the park and he's like, you know, there's not many sticks here. So he decided to gather really good sticks and create a stick library at the park for neighborhood dogs. That because is so cute. every dog loves a good stick, right? Yeah, I will say it's hard to find a good stick. Yep. When you're out and about, sometimes depending on the park, there isn't there aren't any good throwing sticks. He put these sticks in a handcrafted box and titled it Stick Library, please return. What a sweet man from That's New Zealand. Cute. Also, the amount of time that you must have on your hands to come up with something like that. I, I know. kind of feel like I don't have time to handcraft a box for random dogs. But so that's you, really you have a passion for sticks. If you go to a park and you realize their stick inventory is not great. I've or, never... or you just have a passion for dogs. Yeah, but probably that's it. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're, I they, love a good the news stick. interviews him. Uh, so you're a big dog fan. No, I'm a big stick fan. You weirdo. <laughs> uh, how about this? An inspiring story of a par- the Parkinson's painter. So this is a 65-year-old that always dreamed of being a painter. Well, Oh, years and years and years ago, he tried to become a painter and he was in an art school and the teacher just said, no, not good. Said, you know, you could just spit on a canvas and call it art. This is not art. Well, turns out years later, 65 year old is uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's, but he's now turned it into painting and he's been able to create these projects and sell them. And so now he's called the Parkinson's painter. Wow. That's awesome. Talk about sticking it to your teacher. You know what? One day, I'm going to make some real art, and you are going to be proud oh, of me. I'm, I'm sure there's so many stories of stuff like that oh, yeah. about painters and all that. Or you hear that about, like, athletes, too. Yep. Their high school yep. coach tells them they're never going to amount to anything or yeah, whatever, exactly. and then they become, you know, a star yeah. and professional. I'm the whatever. opposite. I had a lot of hopes and dreams, and then I ended up just doing this show, right? I, I had a lot of people that thought it was going to be <laughs> something else. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. I mean, I've got your life hack today. This is cool. I had no idea. But now that it's getting colder, it is a perfect time to go to the zoo. When it's a little colder than normal, at least in North America, the animals will always be more active trying to stay warm, giving viewers a better show. How about that? Wow. So there's your get to the zoo because animals are more active. I guess that makes sense. And then I always go to the zoo in the summer, and they're probably like, chill. It's hot out. I'm just sitting in the shade. Yeah, that's true. They don't move much. Yeah. Uh, and I also think a lot of zoos do some holiday-themed things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do, like, some Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas-type things to get people out as well. So it's, it's kind like of a, a win-win. A haunted zoo. A haunted zoo would freak me out because they're like, yeah, let's let the lions out. That'll be real <laughs> scary. Let's let oh, the, my God. Let's let the tigers jump from the roof. That's a great idea. The gorilla idea. enclosure is open Yeah, yeah exactly. Halloween. It's real scary. <laughs> it's real scary. You're trying to figure out, oh, don't worry. It's just a costume. Not a costume. Not a costume. <laughs> no So thanks. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I need some help. So uh, this weekend, I am judging a high school talent show. And full disclaimer, we were asked by the high school uh, for both of us, but with kids, it's just really hard to get both of us out. So I said, you know what? I'll go. Lauren, you can stay home. And so I'm going to be judging a talent well, show. Well, I've judged things before. I judged uh, you a pageant. Have. You've judged a pageant. I feel like a pageant's a little harder because you're trying to kind of evaluate the poise and the Is way, the though? grace and the way they carry themselves and their answers to the questions and their presentation and all the things. But aren't they asked the same questions and they have to do like you have a certain standard. They're all trying to do the same thing. But talent show, you could have a singer, you could have a 
Someone that is magic? No. I mean, the pageant that I judged, they all had different presentations, right? Yeah. And then they all uh, answered different questions. They all had different interviews. I'd interview all, right. all of them. But anyway, let's talk so, about your t- No, 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 no. Show. I want your advice. I've never, ju- I have never, I'm trying to think if I've ever judged anything. Besides people, I don't, you know, besides judging people all the time. <laughs> I, I I really don't think this is I've ever like judged anything, so I don't know. I need all the advice, and these you are know, high school kids. In, in the five more seconds I've had to think about it, you actually might have it harder because pageant people they know they're going to be critiqued on every yeah. little thing. They train for it. Yep. They are coached through it. But a talent show, these are kids, and you're going to break some hearts. It's these their are, heart and soul. These are their talents, Joey. Yep. So how do you feel? I don't know. I, I, I'm glad I'm doing it, Ryan. I'm grateful, whatever. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> grateful, well, whatever. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I am grateful for the opportunity, but my problem is, you know me, I am anti-confrontation. Mm-hmm. I don't like making decisions. It's probably the worst idea for me to judge a talent show because I hate making decisions and I'm anti-confrontational. I'm going to give everyone a 10. And I have no idea. All I've been told You don't is know where the scoring sh- process or anything? No idea. I mean, if I look back to our messages, the only thing I've gotten is show up to the school at this time. I hmm. even followed up and said, what's the dress? And they haven't responded. Is this a suit thing? Probably not a, probably not a hoodie. Yeah. Okay. I, I would just assume. I mean, I mean, it is a high school talent show. Uh, let's, let's talk about this, though. I think the way they're going to have you do it, if I were to guess, is you're going to have cards or some form of paper for each kid. Got it. And it's going to have like a scoring uh, table. And they'll probably say like, you know, effort, presentation. Like there's probably going to be categories that you kind of score off of. And then you add it all up at the end. And then you kind of pick whoever you gave the best I was hoping to. it was going to be American Idol style. That's a no for me, dog. Like that's what I was hoping for. I could go Absolutely Simon Cowell. Absolutely dreadful. Yeah, like that was <laughs> embarrassing. You know, something like that. But I think probably you'll do not. great. I, I actually think you'll handle it well. You're good with kids. You're good with stuff like that. You're not good in awkward situations. Though. No, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about I say something incredibly stupid or I try to find a one-liner for something and it just falls on its face. Well, we all can't wait until uh, we get to hear the recap yeah. and how it went. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Uh, if you've judged anything, do you have any advice for uh, judging what this what the situation is? Because you did, was it Miss, it wasn't Miss America. What was it that you did? Like <laughs> Dairy Miss, Days pageant. Oh, Miss, ah, there you it go. It was the Miss Dairy Days princess pageant. Okay. So, that was so much pressure. Girls were crying. Well, I felt you, terrible. Weren't you there for like three hours because you guys couldn't decide? Your girl can't deliberate, man. I cannot make a decision. So, because afterwards, uh, us, like all of the judges, got together yeah. in a separate room and we, uh, what do you, deliberated. We talked about it. We tried to figure it out, and it, and took, it took forever, forever. because of me. Because I can't, I cannot choose. So good luck to you. Pour one out for you. I'm glad okay. it's not me. All right, high school <laughs> talent show. I am ready for it. I'm, I'm gonna luck. be, I'm gonna be bedazzled. I'm gonna be really excited. In fact, I'm bringing my own microphone and giving my own commentary. If they're like, "No, we don't need commentary," I'm like, "I want to say a couple things." What's a talent that you are absolutely gonna say? Yep, that'll win. If I see this uh, talent, good with magic. You, if you have magic, I will probably give you a ten already. So uh, if you can yes. be wowed with magic. If I can be wowed with magic okay. or any anybody that does like uh, gymnastics or flips or something like that, that always like that, that always is amazing to me. So those are my two perfect tens okay. right off the get go. Time for that awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment where when awkward things happen in your life, we hope that you call us up, you tell us about them, and we can all laugh together. 
We're, again, not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. Uh, Jennifer with us today. Joining us on that awkward moment. What's going on, Jennifer? Um, <laughs> so this happened way back when, before GPS was really a thing, um, which, you know, seems like the Stone Ages now, right? Yeah. And <laughs> it was, um, I was in a car with some of my coworkers, and we were going on this little business trip. And I was the one who was in the passenger seat, so I was in charge of the directions, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I had MapQuest, if you guys remember that. I For sure. I out the directions. Oh, yeah. Yep, you have the whole pamphlet of <laughs> yeah, papers yeah, yeah. right on your lap. It's like you're sitting with the Bible <laughs> oh, in yeah. your lap, yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep, exactly. So I was in charge of directions. I had the map quest in front of me. I was given directions to the driver, um, told him to take um, a turn off this exit. And I kid you not, about an hour later, everybody in the car was like, wait, are we going the right way? (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh. I had told him. The wrong turn that took us an hour off of our route. Oh my and gosh! I, you know what? That's MapQuest. Dying because well, we were on a business trip, right? And we were already kind of cutting it close to time oh. for our first meeting. So we completely missed that meeting. Yeah. We had oh to go an hour back, and everybody in the car was mad at me. I felt so horrible. It was so embarrassing. You like, know what? Um, needless to say, I was not in the passenger seat on the drive back. <laughs> you got the you got the boot. You, got the huh? boot. you know what? No, Jennifer. I got the yeah, yeah, yeah. No it, one, it was it was really bad. No one realizes the pressure of being when we had MapQuest or even heck. Oh, pre MapQuest and you had an actual when you map? had the map, like Sorry, mm-hmm. that's part of the risk that you take when you want to sit in the back seat and you just want to talk about your life and you're not paying attention to the directions. Sorry, that's one of the risks. You have a responsibility, and yeah, it comes with some some uh, risks, and one of the risks is I give you the wrong turn. Well, I will say MapQuest is very, very accurate. You probably just read it wrong, right? Yep. It's not like MapQuest told you to go an hour in the wrong direction unless you typed in the destination wrong. But I get that, right? You misread it. You're you're looking at the wide open road. But also, if I'm a passenger in the car, like not you, but if I'm somebody in the car and we were an hour off and missed some meetings, I'd be like, eh, I missed some meetings. Yeah, life goes on. I'd be like, sweet. I didn't have to go to those meetings. Fortunately, the car did not think that way. Yeah. <laughs> did, so what you, did you say anything? Did you play? Because you could have played it off like, Oh, that's like MapQuest's fault. But did you just take ownership of it? Uh, MapQuest was clearly right, and I was very clearly wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, I had no choice but to take ownership and just apologize my little brain out. I don't yeah, know. No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you, it is what it is. That I hate that pressure. When I would go on road trips with friends or family, I am sitting there the whole time, yep. and I'm like, I don't want to be the MapQuest I'm, person. I'm pretty sure my grandpa still, to this day, when he travels anywhere, he uses a full-on map. Like, it's, like you know, it's folded. Fold. Yeah, yeah, it's folded into, like, 20 different folds. You have to open it, and then it blocks your entire view yeah. when you're trying to drive. But I remember when we would map out, like, growing up, we would have to map out our drive on an actual big old map. And yeah. you have no idea if there's construction. You have no idea if there's detours. It's just there, right? That's amazing. That really is amazing. Jennifer, uh, I'm so glad. Glad that we now live in a day and age where 
You don't have to rely on MapQuest. Have you had situations like that? Have you had situations to where you went the wrong way or the wrong direction? You can text us 68719. We want to get to your answers coming up. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Oh, it is Joey and Lauren. It's That Awkward Moment. Uh, We just talked to Jennifer. She joined us. She told us about a time she gave uh, wrong directions on a company. She was carpooling with some coworkers to this conference. Uh, she, this is in the MapQuest days, before you had the GPS, and she was like, oh, yeah, take this turn here, and it went the totally yep. opposite direction. There, you know, there's a lot of pressure when you are in charge of directions, yeah. especially pre-GPS days when you got the map or the MapQuest or whatever. Uh, just hearing a little bit uh, about Carl, it sounds like this is a doozy as well. Uh, Carl is with us now. What's going on, man? Oh, yeah, I got a good one for you, man. <laughs> you know, okay. um, yeah, you know, I, I was a, a bus driver for a, a high school. And, of course, you know, you shuffle the kids back and forth, no big deal. But I also had to do the high school team, marching band, so on and so forth. Uh-huh. So this one particular evening, I have the high school team. We've got about a 40, 50-mile drive rule, you know, outside, way outside of town. Got it. Nothing. I don't have a map. I don't have anything. Kind of just going by my instincts. And then we're driving along, and the coach kept saying, geez, we should be there by now. And I know you're right. And for the life of me, I'm going, geez, I can't figure out where the heck I am. <laughs> oh, you my gosh. Yeah, and here we are in the middle of, like, farm country, and I literally have to stop the bus and take a look around and try to go banging <laughs> on doors to find out we are about 40 miles in the wrong direction. Oh. Now this is you said a team is this what team is it football baseball what was this oh football team you know a lot yeah. of buster in the back of the bus there so you, you know, there Friday night lights yeah so this excited is about the game. this is a football game you're going and what what happens so you you stop and then would you look to the coach and say hey funny story <laughs> like, how did you handle it right yep so yeah you get you grab the coach aside and you know you tell him hey look at we are like 40 50 miles in the wrong direction and i still don't know where to go and if we even if we turned around we're not going to make it there by game time and so yeah someone does make a call because we do have a flip phone still and find out they're going to forfeit the game on us no so oh, it's a forfeit. They didn't play. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I bet that bus ride was quiet because they were all mad driving home. Uh, no, quiet would have been, yeah, yeah. No, it was the other way around. They were throwing stuff. They uh, were what? screaming, yelling. What? They were taking their, you know, their equipment off. Oh, they oh lost their mind Carl, because that's not well, your fault. I'm glad they, they forfeited are, then. They were being mean. Ready to go to play in this game. And Carl, the bus driver, drove in the wrong direction. Oh, Carl, oh, we Carl. love you, man. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be silent, but no, these kids probably all, oh, my gosh. That's football so coaches, tough. I'm good friends with a couple of football coaches, and they're hotheads a lot of times. So I imagine the coach was pretty upset, too. The, the coach was upset. The parents were upset. Oh, they're the parents. The, oh, the parents upset, would be the worse. The town was upset. <laughs> the town. Is that? No. Oh, yeah, oh, man. From a small town. That's like the big deal. Oh, my yeah. gosh. All right. So have you redeemed yeah. yourself? Were you dry? Have you driven a football team since then? You know, a um, little bit. Not so much. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> even to this day, I get anonymous maps sent to me. You know, at Christmas time, no and oh my gosh, and, like a little gag. I know. I get a pain in my gut when I open the mailbox and I see there's a map in there. What? 
And I know that someone's still irritated about something that happened 30 years ago. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Well, Carl, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And I I would ride Carl's bus anytime. He seems like a great bus driver. So (laughs) that is awesome. Uh, 68719, you can text us as well. Multiple people saying, I remember the days before GPS. I got lost all the time. Uh, This one says, classic road trip. Got off to get gas, got confused, went right back the other way for 30 oh my minutes. Gosh. I've done that before where East, I... East, west, north, south. Well, I just south. got confused, right? Because when you're when you're about to stop at a rest stop, normally, what is it? You got to go so yeah. bad and you're just trying to pay attention to the very next thing. So you park, you pull off or whatever. And there are times where I have. I've pulled out of the rest stop. I'm like, wait a minute. This looks familiar. Oh, crap. I'm turning. I've turned around. So I've done that before. Uh, this text, 68719, says, my husband revoked my directions duty because I've sent him in the wrong direction so many times. Yeah. And this one, 68719, says, we were late to our daughter's wedding. My husband thought that he had the best route. He clearly did not. Late. You know, late. You know what I've seen with sometimes, especially I'm gonna I'm gonna say older men who maybe come from an era where GPS and technology wasn't a thing, and they don't want to like give into it. So still now, yeah. even though we have technology, they're like, oh, I don't need it. You know, I don't need directions. I know where I'm going. And then sometimes things change, yeah, yeah, right? Okay. That happens. I, I think of my dad. My dad was, he would plot out with the map, but that was the thing, right? He had mm-hmm. to plan it. No one else could tell him where to go. He just had to know. Like, he had to plan it out. It's similar to that, my stepdad, and not driving or directions, but just kind of that stubbornness. Anytime we ordered anything or purchased anything that needed to be put together, he refuses to follow the instructions. Yeah, for sure. Because he yeah. just thinks he knows how to put it together. I, I am now GPS obsessed. And I, yeah. And, even for places I know and I know that route, I always say, well, what if there was an accident? What if there's traffic? What if there's you construction? And so constantly yeah. you get so annoyed because I will go somewhere. I know where it is, but I hit the GPS because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want the fastest route no matter what. <laughs> Poor Carl. Oh, my gosh. I know. I feel bad for Carl. We need to send him some flowers or something. I don't or know what map. Carl wants. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and Funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on demand. That feeling when you're singing along and suddenly realize you don't even know the lyrics. It's time for karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play karaoke. Lauren is with us today. Lauren, not the not Lauren me. in the studio. But Lauren and Brayley? There are other people who have yeah, 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 yeah. my name. But yes, Very Lauren com- and her daughter Brayley. What's going on, guys? Welcome to karaoke. Hey, thank you for having us. Oh, absolutely. I guess you guys have been trying to play this for a while. You finally got on the show, so no pressure, but all the pressure yeah. in the world is riding on both of you guys. <laughs> and right you're uh, up against Joey today. Do you know how the game works? Yes, we do. All right. Okay. Well, then no explanation needed. Just get your singing voice ready. <laughs> Who wants to go first, Lauren and Brayley or Joey? What do you think, Lauren? Uh, let's do Joey. Okay. I take that as a challenge, <laughs> a personal challenge. All right, Joey, your first song is There's Nothing Holding Me Back by Sean Mendez. Confess it, yeah. Oh, I've been shaking. I love it when you go crazy. You take all my inhibitions. Baby, there's nothing holding me back. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's Come a, on. You, you superstitions, nothing like a tradition. <laughs> I have no idea. You take me places that tear up my I wouldn't have gotten that in a million years. He's going so, <laughs> so fast close. there. Yeah, yeah, so uh, close. Sure. Not really, but okay. Uh, Lauren and Brayley, your first song is Grenade by Bruno Mars. You tossed it in the 
grenade for ya. I put my hand on a blade for ya. Way to go! Wow, very good. That was a five-star performance. That was Lauren. You were singing the main part, and then you, Lauren, was doing the background. Got to help a sister out. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, Joey, your second song is. Uh, Justin Bieber, you love him and love yourself. Ah, I was hoping you were going to give me ghosts. And I think it should be something I don't want to hold back. Maybe you should know that. My mama don't like you and she likes everyone. And I never lied to admit that I was wrong. But every time. <laughs> that's good enough, right? My mama that's great. Don't like you and she likes everyone. And, and I, I never like to admit Good that job. I was wrong. All right. Really into it. I, I love that song. All right. So okay. here we go. Pressure's on Lauren and Brayley. If they get this right, they win. Great. All right, you guys. Lovely. Your song, it's a newer song. It is Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. You know They get the point. I think yes. the fact they've been trying to get on this show for a while, they finally get on. Lauren and Braley, we're going to hook you guys up, all right? Way to go. Hey, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, of course. It's Joey <laughs> Still and... Still singing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep, keep on singing. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. Good morning. Joey and Lauren with you. Thank you for hanging out with us. I'm moving to Portugal. I am moving to Portugal. I don't know... What I have in store for me, I got to learn Portuguese. My brother knows how to speak Portuguese. I'll take him with you. It's my or same take brother some that, lessons from him. The same brother that runs all the marathons, man. You can speak two languages. You can run a bunch of marathons, and Dude, here I am. What happened in your family? I don't, she sounds oh, amazing. It, oh, it all dropped off. You don't realize. <laughs> all, my, all my older siblings can play an instrument. I cannot play an instrument. The boys in my family were Eagle Scouts. I was not even a Boy Scout. I didn't even make it to the Boy Scouts. I was a, a Cub Scout. I was a little Tiger Cub. All right, they all did stuff with their life. I did not. But I'm moving to Portugal, so check this out. Portuguese parliament passed legislation to protect remote workers and attract more digital nomads by making it illegal. It is illegal for your boss to text you after work. Oh, man. That's awesome. I don't even know what that world would be like. (laughs) I love our boss. If he's listening, no shame, no hate, but man, it would Could be sure imagine? nice to not hear from you after office hours. Wow. No, the problem we have <laughs> is our shifts are totally, totally different. The, the problem with anybody that works mornings, and imagine you work mornings, but the rest of your office works, like most of the time, even late afternoon. Well, what happens is when, when we're leaving, our like we're done for the day, we're ending our day, Everybody else in the building is starting their yep. day. And you know when you start your day, you're kind of like you're chatting, you're talking about the weekend or what you did last night. And so people are just kind of in that mood of just visiting and stuff. And we're like, I'm tired. I want to go home. It's time for bed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really weird transition. But imagine, so it is illegal for your boss to text you after work. Employers now face penalties for contacting employees Dang. outside of work hours. It seems harsh, though, because if there's an emergency, for instance, oh, let's be honest, in our industry, there's no way we could ever do that. Because no, there's not. It's we fine. need to contact our boss pretty much at all hours. And yeah. our boss contacts us. And it's just the industry we're in. But 
how would that how would that even work? Like they you'd send a screenshot to your lawyer and you're like, look who texted me. Face penalty. <laughs> so you have you have a quick question. It's it's five oh one. And your boss is like, I wanted to ask a question about an email. Dang it. And you're like, ah. And I mean, you could send it, but you're just going to face penalties. You so may you have to you can send an email, fines. though. You just can't text? Uh, yeah, it just says it's the texting that's the problem, which can, makes sense. Can you text your boss? See, I don't, I don't think it should go both ways, so I'm going to guess no. I think they're trying to protect. Well, it should go well, both ways because if your boss is going to get in trouble for texting you, yeah, then I think you should, should get too. in trouble for texting your boss. I think it should too. And it's all because more people are working from home and because they said that there's been a shift. And this makes sense. With more people working from home, the idea of home and work, it kind of gets morphed into one, right? Mm-hmm. And there's benefits to that. That means we've talked about it. If you work from home and you want to have a snack, you just go make yourself a snack Uh, You can play with your dog when maybe you should be in a meeting or something. But also the drawback of it is you're almost at work all the time. And so you feel like, oh, well, you're not coming into the office. So I'll just text you right now. So, yeah, Yeah. Portuguese making it. uh, You're going to have penalties for texting outside of work hours. That's hard. I actually just had a conversation with our boss like two days ago about this very thing. I mean, not the whole illegal thing. But we started talking about how, gosh, there's. Just days where I wish I could just put my phone down and never look at it again and just enjoy life without it. And we both talked about how it's just unrealistic in our industry because if something happens, if we go off the air or if something yeah. something happens, like we need to be able to be contacted. And I, for him, it's probably even worse, right? Because he, oh, runs, yeah. he runs all the stations, he runs the company, and so he's always has to have his phone on it. Yeah, so. but also just I think emails to me is fair game, right? You may have uh, yeah. email notifications on. Because I do, and I don't know how to change it, but every time I get an email, my phone lights up, and that gets annoying because I don't know how to change the setting. Yes and no. So if I get an email, yes, free game, send any time. But if you send an email at like 345, 4, or whatever, maybe even later, you cannot get upset if I don't respond right away. Like that's the only thing. Well, the problem is is our noon is like everyone else's 5 o'clock. So when we we get emails, we'll have people that are like, oh, you want to do a meeting at 3.30? I'm like... That's like me asking you for a meeting at seven at night. What would you say to that? They'd be like, oh, I'm not, not, I'm not doing a meeting at seven thirty no at night. I'm like, well, when you've been up since four, that's yeah. what you have to do. So, <laughs> uh, shout out to Portugal. You think the United States would ever do it's this? Crazy, no. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> so, yeah. there is no way that would work. I don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> I like it, but yeah. no. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for what did we learn? I learned today about a lot of things. Flying motorcycles. Talked about that. Uh, but I learned that many people do not have faith in me that I'm uh, judging a high school talent show. Yeah, they there's think- been some texts on it thinking. Uh, where's the one? This one says, Joey, I'm glad my son does not go to that school. I wouldn't want you judging his talent. So do you think I'm I'm probably going to be Why? too easy? I'm going to be like, uh, remember in American Idol, Paul Abdul just loved everybody. I mean, you could be a terrible singer and Paul is like, you know, I think that style is unique. There's potential. Yeah. There's potential. I think I'm going to want to give everyone a 10, which is better than wanting to give everyone a zero. That's true. A lot of text on this, actually. This one says, just remember, Joey, they are high schoolers. They most likely did this more for fun than anything oh, else, yeah. so not too much pressure. Yeah, I'm not, not going to sit there and be like, oh, man. No, I'm excited. I mean, I never did a talent show when I was a kid. Well, I did do one thing, and I was a senior and um, there were these younger kids that wanted, I'm not even joking you when I say this. Do you know the song uh, by Linkin Park? One thing 
I don't know why. It doesn't, doesn't even, even matter yeah. how hard you try. Yeah. I literally was asked to beatbox that beat, and then they were going to like rap that. I'm not joking you. And, and how I was it like, go? A C- oh, it was you terrible. Didn't do it, I was in, no, I did. I was on the microphone and I went. And then these eighth graders were like, one thing. It was my it was my really good friend's younger brother. Uh, I did a talent once to this song. You're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey, you I did, did? I did like a cheer dance to this song with some of my friends for a and talent how did it, show. And how did it go? Uh, I don't know. It was. It actually wasn't a school talent show. It was a church talent show. It's a little more lax. Uh, it wasn't as like, official. Whoa, how provocative. Hey, Mickey, at the church. <laughs> we wore the long cheerleading skirts. <laughs> the ones that went um, down to your ankles. Uh, yeah, I'm not good. So uh, this is funny. Uh, uh, this text says, if you and Lauren... We're in a talent show. What would your talent be now? <laughs> Sleep for me. I, still I don't think, do anything interesting. No, I still think I could speed eat. I can't eat a lot, but I feel like mm-hmm. I could still eat faster than most people. I can eat extremely quick. I could wiggle my nostrils. I, I could flare my nostrils. Some people are impressed by that. Other people are like, no, Lauren. Could you like flare your nostrils like to a musical beat? 100%. Like do the ABC song really quick. Wow, oh wow. This I mean, is nobody riveting. can see me. No, but, but Lauren, Lauren's nostrils are going to the A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's my only talent, guys. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.